Um, we'll be in Ephesians 5, verses 8 through 14, uh, dealing with walking as lights, or as light. You know, I've been up here almost 11 years, and still I don't want to lose my hand, my grip on this thing. It's my protection, my safety net. <laughs> Um, verses 8 through 14 uh, in the NASB if you were firmly darkness but you are light in the Lord walk as children of light for the light of the for the fruit of the light consists of all goodness and righteousness and truth uh, trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness but instead even expose them for it is disgraceful even to speak of those things were done in secret. But all things become visible when they are exposed by the light. For everything that becomes uh, visible is, in, is light. Uh, for this reason also, awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead. The Lord will shine on you. Uh, Paul is continuing to build upon his foundation uh, that he has set. And now the foundation here, he was telling us not to walk as the world walks, and now he's telling us what to do, to walk in light of Christ, and in light of what Christ has done for us. You know, verses 8 and 9, it says, You were formerly darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the, light, for the fruit of light consists of all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And there's no clearer picture of, of contrast than light and darkness. Uh, the light is shining, there can be no darkness. And when the darkness is there, there is the absence of light. There are total, full picture, of, you get a full object of what you're seeing at, because when the sun starts to come up, the light starts to overtake the darkness. The darkness can't be there when the light is there. And when the light is not there, darkness rules. And that's, the, that's what he's letting us know, you know, the light and the darkness, they can't coexist. That is the way we are designed to be as Christians. That light and darkness can't coexist. And that's what Paul is trying to get across to uh, the Ephesian people as well as to us. Uh, you know, we're redeemed by the blood of Christ. Uh, we're brought into the light of his truth. And, you know, to continue in darkness and sin is not the lifestyle that he has brought us out into. Uh, he's brought us into the light, and we need to consistently be in that light. You notice that Paul doesn't say that you were in darkness, but that you were darkness. That was our state before Christ, darkness. We were without knowledge, we were without enlightenment, we were without understanding, um, we were without tr uh, the truth. Uh, Ephesians 4, 18 through 19 It says, being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of ignorance and because of the hardness of their hearts. And having become callous, they have been given themselves over to sensuality and the practice of every impure, impurity with, with greediness. That is what we were. It doesn't say we're, we were in that. That's who we are. And that's who the world is in and uh, the unsaved. And unfortunately, you see where we need to see that that's where we were and not where we need to be, not where we need to dwell, not where we need to exist. Um, we were fully in the dark. There wasn't a glimmer of light in us until the light of Jesus Christ came. Then there be, 
we were able to have light. But we know when we received Christ as salvation, we came to full light of the Lord. We were enlightened and became light. Uh, He is our light that we are to shine. But, you know, before that, we were nothing but darkness. Christians are not merely enlightened to God's truth, but we are filled with his light. That's what scripture tells us. You know, our behavior should show difference, should show that there's light. You know, the light of holiness and truth is what he's, where, he's keeps on, where he goes to after that, you know, that we need to see and to show that what we've accepted as, 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 what we accepted as truth, you know, the gospel of salvation needs to shine in our lives as well. It needs to be a difference. It needs to be a not blending in. We can't just follow the darkness because that's not supposed to be where we're not supposed to be what identifies us and not what rules us like I said when the sun comes up the darkness goes away and that word needs to be for us the sun is up the sun is shining upon us we have the word of God we have the, the Holy Spirit indwelling us darkness should be going away but we don't grasp unto the knowledge and to light that Jesus Christ has we just kind of just continue in the darkness that, that we were in before, that, we, that was us before. Um, you know, we're, now that we're saved, you know, what communion has light with darkness? It doesn't. And yet, Paul is writing to the Ephesian people because it was what was ruling their lives. They were living as if they were still in darkness. They were living as if they were darkness. And he says, that's not who you are. You are not darkness. Don't live that way. And he needs to explain it to him, and he needs to explain it to us. Because it's so easy for us to just go with the flow of the world because it gives us no resistance. You know, when the light shines, the darkness can't fight back. As long as the light wants to shine, it will shine. And when we hear to the, to the darkness... Uh, you know, it's because the absence of light, not because darkness wins, because we have chosen to let the light go away. Um, the walk is children is light. That is the main thrust of this whole section that Paul is putting out to the Ephesian people. He tells them what not to do, not to walk in the, the knowledge and the wisdom and the will of the world, not walk as you used to walk, but walk as children of light. We have a total different glow about us. We have the Holy Spirit inside us. We have the, 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 the Lord's able to lighten what his word means to us. You know, we become enlightened as well. Uh, you know, he's admonishing his, his readers in the Ephesian people to walk as light. Why was he admonishing them to? Because they weren't. And they needed to see that you have accepted Jesus Christ as Savior. You need to change. Not to be saved, but because you are saved. And because you are saviors, to be that light to the world. The, uh, the Jews were to be a light to the nations, so that everybody knew that God was in Israel. Now he's dealing with the church, and we are to be light to the nations, so that everybody knows where God dwells. He dwells inside us. Um, to walk as children of light, means a couple things. One thing it means is to walk before the eyes of the Lord in light, not hiding anything. Um, you know, it's relatively easy to walk in light 
amongst the people because you don't know what I do in the dark. You don't know what I do when I'm not here. And I don't know what you do when you're not here. It's easy to fool others about walking in the light, but we can't fool God. He knows our hearts and our minds. Um, Hebrews 4.13 says, All things are naked and open upon the eyes of him to whom we have to do. God sees it all. It's all laid open. It's all naked. It's all, he sees it all. So part of walking as light, children of light, needs to be walking in front of the Lord as children of light so that they see, he sees, we need to know that he sees all, not he sees what people see or not he sees what I want him to see, but he sees it all. And that's part of walking as children of light is walking before the Lord correctly because he sees it all. Walking, but walking as children of light also means to you reveal the light of God in our lives daily to others. Walking as children of light before the world, before the, you know, our conduct and our character uh, needs to bring a light to this dark world, to the dark people, to the people that are darkness. They're not just in darkness, they are darkness. That's all they have, and that's all they can think about, and that's all they can do. And Arthur went to Charles Spurgeon and asked permission to write his life story. Uh, the preacher Spurgeon replied, you can write my life in the skies. I have nothing to hide. That's walking in the light. You can write my life in the skies. There's nothing to hide. That's what we need to have in our lives. It needs to be part of what we see. Is what, you know, we are walking so Go ahead and write it down. Can we say that in our lives? Can we say, just write down everything you see? Write down everything. That's, that's the openness that, that uh, Spurgeon saw. That's, the, that's the, the, his response to walking his light is, yeah, go ahead and write it down. Nothing to hide. And that's what we need to see is walking his children like there's nothing to hide. Know that we're not hiding it from God because he sees it. But know that we're not hiding it from people because they see Christ, and they see who, who, it, who it is and that's, that dwells inside us, where the light comes from. You know, walking as children of light, that is our true witness. That's where people see Jesus Christ. The mind is unsaved, they're blinded by Satan, they're darkened in their sins, they greed after more and more, they have no way. The only way they can see light is the witness of our lives. You know, our lives speak first, and then we can share the word. You just don't walk around reading John 3.16 to everybody you see. They need to see your life before you tell them about John 3.16. They need you to be that light, and that's part of what he's telling them here. You know, you need to be the light. You need to shine. Says the fruit of the light is righteousness, goodness, and truth. You know, they reflect the true character of God. These are reflected in, the, in believers. You know, God is righteous. God is goodness. God is truth. And that's, the, that's what the light is, and that's what we are told to shine. We are not told to be the light. We are told to walk in the light. Walk in the Lord. You know, let him, his light shine through us. 
what Spurgeon was alluding to and what we need to see is that, you know, what we believe corresponds with what we do. You know, our position before the Lord, we are righteous, we are holy. We need to live that way. You know, we need to be different than the world. We need to show the world that I'm not better, I'm forgiven. You know, he, he is that light that we need to shine. Um, but the natural outcome of a life that walks in the light is goodness, righteousness, and truth. Uh, you know, they're very opposite of the characteristics that we saw in sin showed in, uh, in um, uh, Ephesians 4, verses 25 through 29. You know, the, what, the, what sin does, and what's, it just wants more. It can't be satisfied. Uh, you know, it knows no, no bounds. All it knows is what it wants. And that's not what we're to do. We're to live a life of goodness, righteousness, and truth. The light produces goodness. That's one of the manifestations of the, of the, spirit of truth, of the uh, fruit of the Spirit. We see in Galatians 5.22. Uh, you know, goodness, if you want to put a definition, it's love in action. You know, that's what goodness is, is, is to love with action. Just don't say you love somebody, but do the action to prove that you love somebody. You know, uh, we are not to hate sinners. We're to love sinners. We're to hate the sin. But we need to show the goodness to, that they see that we love them. Because you can't witness to someone if they think you hate them. If they think you you've, uh, despise them. They need to see that we have walking goodness, which is love and action. Righteousness, of course, that's a character of God. It's a character before God. It's a character of God. You know, righteous actions before man. Do we have righteous actions before man? Do people look at us and see we're, that we're, we're different? Or do they look at us and say, well, he's a backstabber? You know, he's this way in front of us, but he's this way in front of them. Uh, you know, are we, are we walking two different sides of the fence, you know? But the, the righteous and goodness, it's all based in truth. The truth of the word, the truth of scripture, the truth of Jesus Christ, the truth that dwells inside us. We're not making it up to create our own selves. We're just shining what God has put in us. Letting him have rule and reign. Letting the light shine. Not letting my will ride over things, but his will. Um, when we live as lights of, of, uh, of Christ, you know, uh, when God light shines through us, we become above reproach morally, spiritually, and ethically. Not by my works, just by letting God be God and dwell through me. Just by saying his will needs to matter and not mine. Just by doing what he wants me to do. You know, first off, it's a walk. If you're going to try and live a life that's goodness, righteousness, and truth, you're going to get frustrated because it's opposite of, the, of what's the, our, natural, our natural selves. It's, it's the Lord who, who brings that out of us because it's what he puts into us. But to do it, your own, your own strength, your own will, your own uh, attitudes... You know, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to get to a point where you can't deal with that person anymore. You're going to get to that point where I can't have this, I can't hack this situation. Why? Because you're doing it on your own strength as opposed to letting the Lord have that work through us. 
Verse 10, it says, trying to learn or to prove or discern what is pleasing to God. Verse 10, you know, expands upon verse 9, to walk as children of light, we must be able to discern how to please God. Um, Romans 12, 2. It says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind, then you prove what is the will of God is, which is good and acceptable and perfect. Every believer is responsible to find out what pleases God. That's what he's telling us there, that we should be able to prove what pleases God, discern, prove, test. You know, it's not that we're testing God. It's just that we're taking God's word and saying, I can see that now. I can see it, what he's doing, because I've, I've gotten closer to him. Um, you know, what's that mean? It means we've got to study the word. It means we've got to pray. It means we've got to seek out fellowship with one another. We've got to seek out godly counsel. You know, we need to do what the Lord designs us to do. He didn't design Christians to walk off on our own little road and do their own little thing and do their own little way. You know, he's designed us to need each other, to find each other, uh, to find his word. Um, you know, that's how we find out how God wants us to react in every situation, by prayer, by counsel, by reading the word, by fellowshipping one with another. You know, the finding out that he tells us to, that means also means to live out. Because once we find it, we just don't keep it to ourselves. We live it. Once the Lord puts something into your heart, and once he teaches you something, he's taught you that to live it. He wants you to put that as part of you, who you are and part of who he is. You know, living in every situation. Make it practical. And that's what Paul's doing here is I gave you three chapters of doctrine. I told you what not to do, now let's make it practical. And the first practical part he says is, live as children of light. And he tells them, you know what, prove the word, discern it, learn it, figure it out. Christianity isn't um, saved and that's the last time I wrote my Bible. Christianity is a relationship with you and the Lord, and he says, I want that. You know, I didn't die on the cross for you just so you can just walk away with fire insurance. I want a relationship. And a relationship should cause us to grow. Verses 11 to 13. <clears throat> it says, Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is disgraceful even to think of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things become visible when they are exposed by the light, for everything that becomes visible is light. Again, light and darkness can't coexist. They're two opposites. You know, um, as children of light, we need to take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. You know, our former life needs to disappear because he has appeared and let him rule, rule in us. You know, we must separate ourselves from the sin, having no part of it. It doesn't mean we separate ourselves from unbelievers. We're here for a reason. We're here so that they can see the light. That's why we're here. We're not here so I can be the best Christian in the church. 
we're here so that the world can see the light of Jesus Christ. You know, we're not to take part in the sinful acts. You know, we are to be different. And that's what he's telling the Ephesians people. You need to be different. You need to be a witness, and you can't be a witness if you're not different. You need to show that there's much more, that there's love. You know, the world has no love. That there's grace. The world has no grace. There's truth. The world has no truth. There's righteousness. The world has no righteousness. All those things the world has changes from day to day. I love you today. I hate you tomorrow. This is true today. It's not true tomorrow. You know, the world has no standard, but we had that in Jesus Christ, and we're here to shine that light to the world. And that's why he tells them to walk as light. Um, the unfruitful works of righteousness. Unfruitful means barren or worthless. Has no value to us. You always hear everybody say, you can't take it with you. It's true. And we sp yet we spend so much of our time trying to collect and gather it. Um, the works of darkness, you know, they are works we find in from, uh, again, Ephesians 4, that they're works of ignorance, of not understanding, of not seeing the light, of not, who, not knowing who God is. That's part of where these words come from because they're works out of ignorance. We don't have that. We are, we're not ignorant. We have the light. We have knowledge. We have truth. And we need not to dwell upon what's worthless. We need to see it as being worthless because that's what he tells us it is. It's important to avoid these type of activities, this, these sins, you know, uh, it goes much further than that. He tells us not to avoid it, but actually to expose it, to rebuke it. You know, when people cuss in front of you, let them know it's not okay. You can say that. You know, uh, I have a guy on the phone, I'm sorry. It's like, well, I wish you wouldn't do that. You know, it's not okay. There's, there's, there's sins out there that we need to say and not put a stamp of approval on by our silence. You know, these we need not to be silent about. We need not, not to give approval by our silence. But we're also there not to judge. You know, by living a righteous life, they will see the sin that's there. You know... Uh, <clears throat> As light shines in darkness, exposes what's hidden. Like I said, when, when the sun comes up in the morning, you see all the stuff that's there. You know, when you turn the light switch on, you see all the stuff that's there. It's, you know, what the world and the world system is, it's like cockroaches or crickets. When you turn the light on, they all scurry and go. And that's what the world does. They, when the light comes on, they, they, wanna, they don't want to see what's there. But we're, there, we're, we're supposed to be showing them what what is there um, you know as God's people we need to be vocal and active about sin not judging the sinner but judge the sin you know um, Christ judged the sin but he did it lovingly we need to do it the same way too like I said we're not here to judge the world we're here to be lights to the world let them see through this what we do in our lives what they are not doing. Um, 
John 3.20. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come out of the light for fear of his deeds will be exposed. That's where the world is. And unfortunately, Paul is writing this to Christians because that's where they are as well. They're living in darkness. That's why these verses are there. He's not telling us to walk as children of light just because, oh, this is a brand new idea. No, this is what you're doing. You're walking in darkness. You're walking where you're not supposed to be doing. You know, in God's light, it reveals truth. It reveals fruit. Uh, you know, it exposes what is wrong. You know, how, how does a vine grow? It gets light. A vine doesn't grow if it doesn't have any light. And that's part of what we need for our lives is light. You know, no surgeon is going to operate in the dark. No artist is going to paint a picture in darkness. And yet we try to live a Christian life without light. And that's not what we need to be. Um, light reveals the truth, exposes the true character of things. It shows it for what it is. Um, we need to, as a church, you know, to state clearly what the Bible says and do what the Bible says. Um, there's two reasons that the sins are called works of darkness. You know, the first is the principle that they're caused by, they spring up from the darkness or ignorance of God. The second is become the, the committed sins are committed in darkness. They shun the light. When are most burglaries? At night. When are most crimes? At night. Because the darkness hides and you can't be seen what's true. And we need to be shining the light so people can see what is truth. They can't see truth as long as they stay in darkness. And they can't stay in, and as long as we don't live as lights, they can't see that there is light. Verse 12, it says, For it is grateful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. A lot of people will sit here now and start naming off all the sins of the world. Paul put it simply, it's disgraceful to even name them. I don't want to dwell on what's done in secret. I don't want to dwell on the sinful acts, you know, the shameful acts of sin that people do. That's not what we're to do. Um, you know, it's dangerous when we start dwelling on what sin is because, one, we, we start to almost glorify sin Many people will get up and give their testimonies. I was this, I was that, I was that. You know, we don't need to glorify the sin. We need to glorify what God has done. We need to show the lights. Put more emphasis on light than we do on the sinful acts or the shameful acts. Um, we don't need to promote or dignify sin or even discuss sin. I, our job is not to go up to people and say, I've seen you do this, this, and this, and this, and you need to stop. No, we're not to sit there and to name out sins. We're not to sit there and be the, be the Holy Spirit. We're not supposed to convict people of sin. We're supposed to shine the light so that they can see for themselves their own sin. You know, people are not going to trust Christ until they see that they have a need for Christ. And they won't have a need for Christ if they don't see their sin. And when they see their sin, is because your light is shining in their life. And that's what it needs to be. You know, um, like I said, people in the darkness, they do it in secret. 
They don't want people to see it. They don't want to be seen. They don't want it to be known. They know it's evil. And we need to shine the light so that they see it's evil as well. Um, but, you know, nothing, no darkness can ever have victory when the light shines. Darkness will always disappear when light is there. We need to, we need to be that rays of light. We need to be so people can see us. I do like the fact that he says that the, the sins are unspeakable. You know, as Christians, it's not necessary for us to do an autopsy on a rotting corpse. You know, just turn the light on. We don't need to name all the sins. We don't need to name everything that's going that people are doing wrong. We just need to shine the light of righteousness. You know, a righteous life of Jesus Christ. Not because we're holier, but because we're forgiven. You know, we're not a better people. We're a forgiven people. You know, these verses that Paul's giving us and talking about, uh, it doesn't exclude... He doesn't say the unbelievers. He just says those who are in darkness because they were doing that. They were living as darkness. They, they were doing what the world was doing. And... Our lives shouldn't be doing what the world is doing. They're, the world is doing stuff out of ignorance. We don't live in ignorance. We have the Holy Spirit inside us. We have the truth. We have the light. We need to not be doing what the world does. The great thing is, no matter how vile these unspeakable sins are, they are correctable because Jesus Christ died on the cross for them. You know, people don't need to be identified by their sin. You know, they can be cured because of what he has done. We need to reprove them. Let the light shine. Let the true truth of God's word shine through us so they can see that. Uh, you know, they don't need to see us as being better. They need to see what Jesus Christ is inside of us. Uh, God's light needs to be revealed. That true character of who he is needs to be exposed, you know, in everything we do. You know, as children of light, we need to refuse to have fellowship with darkness. And you say, you know, uh, just like when you go to the hospital, and you walk in to visit somebody. If I go in to walk in and visit Jimmy Gitz, uh, unknowingly, Jimmy Gitz is getting a picture of what healthiness looks like. I'm not going in there to show Jim I can walk on two feet and I can walk. I can go. I can leave when I want, you know. But that's part of the picture he sees. He sees what righteous or not. He sees what a proper walk is. He sees what a proper, you know. He sees what is what is true. And that reflects back upon him that he sees what he's lacking. And that's what our lives need to do. They need to see through our lives what they are lacking, that they are handicapped, that they, are, that they are, do have an issue. We, know, uh, we don't need the name. We don't need to go around bragging apart. I don't go to the, you don't go to the hospital saying, hey, look how good I am and how, how sick you are. You know, that's not what's, why we're doing it. We're going there to care. And that's the same way we live with shining light. We go and care for them and show them what God's love is all about. Um, you know, Paul's exhorting us to live a balanced life. 
you know, to positively walk in the light, not to, and not to neg negatively denounce the wickedness uh, of those in darkness. You know, words to spend more time walking than criticizing. We need to have a, a balanced life is what he wants us to have. You know, it's not enough to expose wickedness. We need to bear with them. We need to show care. We need to show love. Um, you know, we're not there to shine light on all the sins of the world. We're there to shine light on Jesus Christ so that they can come to him and get that, that, is, that sin taken care of. You know, if someone didn't shine a light upon us, we wouldn't have been, we wouldn't be here. We're here because someone else cared, someone else talked, someone else reached out. Someone else who has their sin taken, who wasn't living in darkness, has shown us what light was, and we accepted that, and it's the same way. Verse 14, it says, for this reason, it says, awake sleeper and arise from the dead, uh, and Christ will shine on you. Um, this is a paraphrase lightly of uh, Isaiah 60, verse 1. Uh, it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. This verse is also what the early church would sing or, or during baptisms. When the early church was being baptized, this is what they would, what they would baptize people with, was, was this verse, to awake, arise from the dead, Christ shines upon you. That's what they would say when they baptize someone. And that's part of what we need to do, you know. Uh, we need to wake up. And that's what Paul's telling them. Wake up. Arise. Wake up. Uh, Romans 13, verses 11 to 14. It says, doing this, that is already the hour for you to awaken from the sleep, for salvation is nearer to you than you believe. The time is almost gone, the day is near. Therefore, let us lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave properly as in the day, not in carousing and drunkenness, nor in sexual promiscuity, or in sensuality, not in strife or jealousy but put on G the Lord Jesus Christ and make no, no provision for the, uh, for the uh, regard for the sins of lust. Now's the time to wake up. You know, we don't see the urgency that the Lord's return and people were going to go to hell. We're here for one reason, is to be a witness. We need to wake up and see are we being a witness? Are we shining a light? Matthew 4.15, it says, You are the light of the world. A city that is on a hill cannot be hid. We are a light. Not, you know, to the world. It's not our light that's shining. We are shining the light of Jesus Christ. And we need to be that light so they can see, you know. He tells them not to have partnership or be partakers in the darkness. You know, as believers, we are the light of the world. We have no business with darkness. As a saint, we are partake, partakers in one, the divine nature. We see that in Second uh, Peter 1.4. We have God's promises. We see that in Ephesians 3.6. We're partakers in Christ's sef, Christ sufferings, 
1 Peter 4.13. We are partakers in holiness, Hebrews 12.10. We are partakers in a heavenly calling, Hebrews 3.1. We are partakers in the glory of God, 1 Peter 5.1. We have a great partnership with the true God of the world. Why are we being partakers with darkness when we have a partnership with the creator of the world and we have a partnership that can't be broken? 2 Corinthians 6.14 it says, What communion has light with darkness? Paul needed the Ephesian people to see that and we need to see that as well. We are children of light. We need to walk as children of light. You know, darkness produces sin and lies. The light of fruit is righteousness, goodness, and truth. We, not, we can't compromise the light for the darkness. We need to live what is inside us. The light of Jesus Christ is inside us. He has lightened and enlightened us. And we need to not live as ignorance and live in darkness. And unfortunately for the Ephesian people and for many people today, we live our lives after darkness. And he says, that's not where you need to be because that's not your nature. That's not your calling. That's not your promises. Christ didn't suffer so you can stay in darkness. You are holy. You are called for his proof. We have a heavenly home and we're called into glory. Let's pray.